Let's go. You know, it's um, we are currently uh, working on building a gym on campus. Oh. And uh, one of the things that I have said about that is that I want to bring gymnastics to the inner city mm -hmm. and especially to those communities that normally wouldn't be a part of it because it is pretty expensive. There have been some recent historical wins in sports by women, and it's extremely inspiring to hear from supportive and inspirational voices in the sports arena. Well, let's travel down south to Fisk University where coach Tony Thompson and I speak with Fisk University's coach Corinne Talver about women's representation in sports, especially in the area of gymnastics. And also, we speak with three of the talented members from the Fisk University's gymnastics team. It's time to represent, and women are being represented well. I'm Val The Voice Johnson, and this is Interludes. Interludes, a Peer Lighthouse production. This episode is brought to you by... Need help with wills, trusts, or protecting your LLC? Join Legal Shield today. Text the word LEGAL to 347-652-0243 for more information. And now, all the way from the south side of Chicago, give it up for your host, Val The Voice Johnson. Yeah, Paris. And so that's Simone Biles in the center. And then, of course, over the weekend, uh, we had Coco Golf, who Coco. I saw. Hey. I'm just, yeah, she, she, I saw, I saw a video of her. They showed her at the U.S. Open back, I want to say in 2014 when she was much younger. And hey. I think they said, oh, she's going to be the next Serena. She says, no, I, you know, I'm not going to, if I do half of what Serena has done. I yes. would it would be phenomenal, but it was wonderful to hear her number one play homage. But it's she's going to be the next Coco Golf, and Man, that's what the show is going to be about women representation matters. Oh my! Yeah, God. I'm about, let me tell you something. Coco, and I'm hoping I put great homage on this because what I'm about to say. So one of the young ladies that I represent has been on our show, Makeda mm -hmm. Chengiri. That's a 13-year-old, now 14, Colorado, young lady I represented my rise, sports marketing. Uh, it was at the same age that Coco was a few years ago when she saw none other than who vowed? Serena Williams. Right. Now, fast forward, Coco's at the U.S. Open kicking in the doors, right? So mm -hmm. I'm hoping, and I'm telling you guys, listening to this show, if you don't know who my new client is, is Maleka Chenyere, you must take a look. 14-year-old girl, Colorado. And Val, I didn't even tell you, by the way, they are putting her in the Colorado Hall of Fame for the U.S. Wow. Tennis Association at 14 years old. So her best player, her favorite player, and her favorite player is Coco Golf. So... Coco did her thing this weekend, shutting down. She scared me a little bit, though, Val. She lost that first set, 6-2, six, 6-3, six, six, but she settled down. I think it was more nerves than anything. Mm -hmm. And speaking of nerves, she said her dad uh, can't stomach watching her play. So every match that she plays in, 
he runs around flushing around the entire campus of the U.S. Open, mm -hmm. except right. for championship game. He sit there and watch their play, and obviously she won. And by the way, New Balance is loving her right now, Val, because she's got a brand new shoe deal and merch deal, not with Nike, not with Adidas, but with New Balance. Wonderful. Now, let's anyone like what we just mentioned from either Coco to Simone to uh, uh, Shikari, Shikari Richardson, they have what it takes is for someone to bring them through, and it takes a great coach. Fist University made history in 2022 when yes. they hired this young woman to be the not only the athletic director but also the gymnastics coach there if you'd go ahead and introduce our guest for today who has other guests with her go ahead coach. Val, let me tell you something <laughs> I, I might have to get a tattoo on my arm here we because go this young lady's accolades <laughs> is so freaking long i can't mm -hmm. even care you know I, I think i'm probably gonna give coach tarver the best you know introduction she's had but i'm talking about a young lady even though you and i our diehard Big Ten people, right? We, we're going to represent that. But this is a young lady from the SEC, from the past NCAA football national championships. And I know she's going to say something about that, Georgia Bulldogs. And this young lady comes from Athens. Now, Val, I've been down to Athens. It's, it's one stoplight, one train track in Walmart, right? <laughs> so, okay. Okay. Yeah, you know, but from Athens, Georgia, by the way, of Fisk University and the things she is doing right now. I don't want to spoil her fun. I want to let her tell you guys all about the exciting things that happened at Fisk University. Of course, Fisk is dear to my heart as well. Let's bring on none other than my girl, Coach Kareem Tarver. Yeah, by the way of Mount Vernon, New York, as I found early on. Hey, money, money, money. Hey, I better put on some heavy D. I better put some heavy D on, Coach. <laughs> Yes, uh, yeah, he was a he was a good guy, good guy. How you doing tonight? I am wonderful. How are you? Man, I'm absolutely excellent. You know, my co-host right there, Val the Voice, and you guys again. This is Coach Kareem Tarver. If you're not listening, we're on Interludes Talk on Tuesday. Push that subscribe button. One of the hottest shows right now that's coming up. And Coach, you know, it, the funny part about it is that you know gymnastics, right? We always talk about basketball and football because those are the two quote-unquote NCAA money-making machines for a school. But you've come in to, uh, you know, my background because I spent nine years at Fisk in that wonderfully hot gym, Henderson Gym, coaching basketball. And I want to give a shout-out to Coach Crawford. She's in there doing her things right now. But you decided to come you know, from the University of Pennsylvania and uh, and do some big things. Why did you choose this school at Fisk to bring your talents? Honestly, they kind of chose me. Um, so uh, they actually contacted me based upon some consultants that they had when they were looking at the sport. And, um, you know, I kind of fit the bill for two different things. I was coaching obviously on a collegiate level, but I also was athletic administration for 10 years. So I okay. kind of, you know, 
checked every box, you know, I guess, you know, all the little boxes that they had. Um, so it was, it was not so much that I was, um, quote unquote, chose Fisk as, as much as they chose, we chose each other, I guess is a better way to say it. Okay. Well, you see I'm representing tonight, you know what I'm saying? Got yeah, we need to fish and mastic shirt. I mean, you, you need a, I mean, that's like, we need a fish and mastic t-shirt, not that, you know, not that. <laughs> hey, you know, hey, and, and I snuck out, you know, last year, I snuck out, didn't get a chance to catch you, but I did sneak out to the event that you did in Lebanon. So, okay. I, you know, and I wanted to see Morgan and I was very happy. But Val, we're going to backtrack because Coach is playing her status down. Listen to this, Val. We see his like national champs on the Georgia Bulldogs, 1987, 1989. She's not only that, she's a nine-time SEC national team holder. She's also, I think, Coach, if I'm right, on that national USA team, you were there with Dominique Dawes, weren't you? Um, Dominique would have been a junior when I was okay. on the team. Okay. But I see, too, she was just like a peach week at that time. I get you, though. Know, so. <laughs> I'm not even sure she was on the team quite yet, but she was, she was um, right around there as a junior. Oh, that's awesome. For, the, for those that don't know Dominique Dawes, you got to do some homework. And, you know, and, and Coach, the good thing about it is that you get the Fisk and we get an opportunity at an HBCU to put together a gymnastics team, right? And I like what you did because I know about the, the country and the, the game of recruiting. I've been in many homes, talked to many parents, but you're you're – tactics of do you want to go here or do you want to make history how did you come up with that um honestly it just there, there was no uh, special magic to it it's just you know i i was that word was being thrown around a lot you know we're going to make history first nca team first doing this and so then i you know the one of the first athletes i talked to i said you know what every single woman on this team their name will go down in history Yes. Your name will be associated with the very first HBCU ever. Do you want to be a part of history? Do you want to be a part of that? Do you want your name to go down in history? And speaking of that, we have not one, not two, but three young ladies from your phenomenal team, the gymnastics team there at Fisk. Uh, let's go ahead and bring them on. Naima Muhammad Morgan. Hello, Naima. And also Jordan <laughs> Cromari. Jordan. All right, ladies. How are you doing? And I need to get an autograph from all you guys. So, you know, I'm, I'm here in Nashville. Val's at home in Chicago, and I'll be there this weekend. I'm a Chicago native. But you 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 young women do not know how proud I am of you. One Val, Fish University. You know, as a small HBCU is a powerhouse in its name, and it sits about two and a half, three miles right outside of downtown Nashville. So the way the campus is designed, you physically got a backdrop from the Henderson Gym into downtown Nashville is awesome. So looking at you three, Morgan, you know, you are a five-star recruit, and getting ready to go to University of Arkansas. And all of a sudden, Coach Tarver shows up at your doorstep. <laughs> what made that? Because you noticed she's an SEC girl too. And then you wanted yeah. to 
to just say, I'm not going to go that route, coach. I got enough faith in you. I'm going to go to Fisk. What, what made that decision for you, more? Yeah, um, well, I've done gymnastics since I was two years old, and I've always wanted to go to an HBCU. And obviously, um, until now, I didn't have the opportunity. So that's why I wanted to go to an SEC school. But then as soon as I figured out that Fisk was starting with the first ever HBCU program, I knew that I wanted to be a part of the team. So I just reached out to Coach Tarver, and um, now I'm here. <laughs> Oh, that, that, that's that's all. And, and, and of course, Jordan, you, you down there with my favorite rapper in Scarface, you know, them ghetto boys down there in the fifth ward down in Houston, you know, <laughs> and, and you want to come across the country. What made you want to come and be a part of this team? Um, So actually, I think it was maybe 20, 2021, November, around Thanksgiving, uh, my uncle is on the board of trustees here. Okay. So um, he was asking me where I wanted to go to school. I wasn't committed yet um, for gymnastics anywhere. I was talking to a lot of different schools at the time. And he was just like, why don't you go to HBCU? Fisk would be great. Like, it's a great school. And um, I was like, no, HBCUs have a gymnastics team. Like that's never been an option for any of us, especially us brown girls. It's never been an option for us and I've always wanted to go to one um so he ended up making that happen well not making it happen but talking to people who can make it happen and a team was announced I want to say in maybe February so um by that time I was already committed to a PWI and I had to decommit so that okay. was a tough decision um for me trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Um, but at the end of the day, I felt like this was an opportunity that I couldn't turn down and God gave it to us for a reason. So I had to go with it. Hey, and your teammates are very proud of you. And I know Coach Tarvia. And then my girl, Namai, you're the, you're, the, you're, the, you're the veteran on this team, the older one. And I just got a question from you. You, you say that this is everything that I wanted. And it wasn't until you sit up and watch Beyonce at Coachella. What? Coachella get you to Fisk. Tell, tell me how that works out. Please. Um, so I have always wanted to go to the HBCU. And that was because I watched the Beyonce Coachella homecoming, how she had like the band and everyone performing. Um, right. My older sister and my older brother went to HBCUs. But they didn't have gymnastics, so I did decide to just go to another school and stick it out there. I actually transferred from that school. I went to a different school after that. Um, and I heard about Fisk on Instagram. One of my teammates at the time showed it to me. And she was basically convincing me to go to Fisk and look into it. And I was very hesitant about it until I saw all of the other girls get recruited. Um, one of my former teammates, Brianna, she got recruited and I was on a team with her briefly. So that kind of got me interested. I saw that Morgan had gotten rid of Arkansas to come onto the team. And I was like, okay, that's, <laughs> why, why would a five-star recruit take, turn down an right. SEC school for, for an HBC I've never heard of? So that got me interested. And then talking to the coaches really made me want to come to Fisk. And it's the first HBC gymnastics team. So I decided to just take the opportunity for what it was. Oh man, that, that that's awesome! And Coach Tarver, well, what, what do you have to say about these three young women? All three of them are amazing. Um, 
it, it, it was it was a lot of interesting times last year trying to um, start a program in four months and putting everybody like, you know, just a whole group of 15 girls thrown in together, all, you know, brand new, trying to get, you know, everything we needed because to be honest with you, Fist didn't know what they were getting into. Yeah, um, they got us and um, they didn't know what they got into when they got me because I, I was like, I, if I do this, I'm I'm not going to do it halfway. We can't be the first HBCU ever and just skate by. We can't just, you know, go to little teeny tiny places. I'm like, if I do this, I'm going to do it right. And so I threw them into the deep end. Their first meet was in Las Vegas. Naima was the first ever gymnast to compete for an HBCU gymnastics team. So she was that first Yay. lord ever <laughs> so she will always go down in history as that that's something she will be able to tell her grandkids and great grandkids and you know um when they play trivial pursuit and ask who was the first hbc gymnast ever <laughs> it's her name. so um i love that fact you know jordan it's funny because when when they added the team and i found out how the team got added i'm like well why is she not coming here i was like i need to i need to find her so i called her uncle i'm like you need to get me in touch with this kid because <laughs> i need to become the fist how can we start a program based upon a conversation with your niece and your niece is not here and right. uh, so you know that was that trying to convince her and her parents to to take that chance and then morgan you know when when she contacted me and i you know took a look at her 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 gymnastics I went there is no way this kid is gonna come here um you know where's this teeny tiny school and at the time I didn't know her connection to Tennessee I didn't um didn't know that she had been born basically in Lebanon and her family was here so then once that happened I found that out I thought okay I've got to convince this kid that she wants to come home that she wants to be near her family and you know I just I kind of, like you said, I said, listen, Morgan, you can be a part of history and you can live near your family and maybe we can convince your mom to move back, <laughs> which we're still working on that. Right, <laughs> still working on that. Move back to, to Tennessee. But um, so the three of them, you know, they were, they were, you know, they were part of it. And um, Naima took a little more convincing than I thought it would. Uh, <laughs> she's like, well, maybe next year, maybe I'll come oh. next. I'm like, no, this year, please. Because, uh, I'll say it was really rough to, um, before I started getting commits, you know, there was so much publicity already about the team and mm -hmm. they had announced that they were going to be in 23. And I thought, oh my gosh, I not only do I have to get a team together, but I need to get a competitive team together, mm. you know, and I need enough athletes to be able to put a squad out there in case of injuries. And it was, right. it was a little to go there at some point in time throughout the season, but, um, you know, when, when Naima was like, well, maybe next year. I'm like, no, no honey. You're like, no. Pretty hard after that. I was like, no, you need this year. If you, you know what? If you wait till next year, then you won't be a part of the first. You're not right, right. You know, you know, you know those old, older veterans, <laughs> Coach. You know, the older they get, they act like they want more, a bigger contract. I know she's like, maybe I'll just do one more year here. And I'm like, well, if you do that, you won't be a part of history. I'm sorry. <laughs> I like that, Coach. I like that. That's I didn't right. want to say quite like that, but it was more of like, well, there's only one first. You know what I mean? You right. can one first. So the first the first team is it's only going to happen one time. So either you're going to be part of that or you're going to be part of, you know, and don't get me wrong, the second crew that's coming in this year is – 
gonna help this team shore up and you know i'm excited about what this team is going to be bringing we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors interludes is now available on the live 365 app under the absolutely focus radio platform we have partnered with absolutely focus radio to give you more aspirational more informational and more motivational tips from our insightful interviews with today's top creatives and business professionals Come be inspired by the platform Absolutely Focus Radio, only on the Live 365 app. Check out our platform, Interludes, a pure lighthouse production, by downloading the Live 365 app today and search for Absolutely Focus Radio. Newsflash, Val The Voice Johnson is currently one of the lead moderators on the platform, The House of Creativity on Clubhouse. Val The Voice Johnson can be heard leading the THOC news team with Latino relationship and good news and entertainment news that you can use to peruse your daily life. Join us every Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern in the House of Creativity. Become a member of the House of Creativity on the Clubhouse app today. And now back to our show. So let me jump in here real quick because I was reading this uh, article that I read in Essence. Uh, I'm a fan of one of the CW shows called All American. Have any of you seen All American? Yeah, I love yeah. All American. Love yeah. that show. Ah, okay. <laughs> and, there, and, and there's a spinoff of All, All American called All American Homecoming. And Hi. one of the things that I, I, I saw represented, I didn't realize that there were very few, if not any, uh, uh, TV shows, dramatic TV shows that highlighted uh, women of color as athletes and in all American homecoming, which is at a fictitious HBCU based in Atlanta. I was thinking, Speaking wow, Fog Atlanta. Yeah, exactly. So I, I was thinking, wow, this, this is really exciting uh, for, for the, for the girls, for Jordan, Morgan and Naima, what has been the, the thing that has stood out to you to say, I made a great decision in choosing Fisk. I would, um, I would say like after every competition that we went to this past season, there were always so many um, little black girls who like came up to us and just wanted to take pictures with us and oh, just cool. like, oh, I want to be like you or they would wear their little like fist leotards or whatever. <laughs> And I feel like it just shows us that, like, we're making a difference in the gymnastics world and just, like, representing representing um, women of color in the sport and also just, like, athletics as well. Yes, um, I 100% agree with Morgan. She probably took the words, like, right out of my mouth. But, <laughs> really, um, but I don't know. I feel like we still don't realize how big of an impact that we give to the little girls um, that look like us. So when we see that, it's like, oh my gosh, like, like that's amazing. And it like really like, I think it touches all of us in a different way because it's done. We're the first to do it. And like, again, no one else can say they have that experience that we've had. And it's just like an honor to be able to inspire other girls to just keep going and keep doing it and just let other black girls know like, there's a place for you um, if you, and we can keep up with all the other big PWI schools. 
Nope. I, I don't even know what to say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think I fully realized the impact until I went home this past summer. Um, mm. And when I go home, I go and I train at my club gym. Um, and when I went back, there were so many girls that would come up to me and be like, I saw you on TV. I saw you guys do this. Really? Oh my God, what are your teammates like? Da, da, da. I want to go to school just like you. I want to go to this. And it was very surreal for me because at one point I was them. I was that little black girl that never had, I didn't really have any other black girls growing up doing gymnastics, um, watching them do gymnastics. It was always just me. So for them mm -hmm. to see me is like a big inspiration for them. And I didn't realize that until I went home and they are all over me just wanting to look at me do gymnastics and saying how they want to be just like me. It was just something I never thought I would ever you know, have. And, and that, that's awesome. And the funny part about it is, Coach, <clears throat> you know, so I'm there 2005, 2006 to 2013 on the basketball side of the house. And trust me, that gym is hot. I'm talking about 113, 14 degrees. I'm talking about, I'm talking about no air conditioning in this gym. We got oh, fans. that type of hot. I thought you meant a different hey, type of hot. Okay, yeah, I all right. I have, tell, I have to tell my kids, you know, uh, and, and Coach, I don't know if you know, I ended up being the, and for you and uh, Morgan and the guys, I ended up being the first coach with the women's basketball program since uh, Coach Teresa Phillips in 89 to win the GCAC a couple of games and it turned out to be one of the best records that we had at Fisk. And matter of fact, I'm the coach that's graduated and I don't think that'll ever be broken. I had an athlete and, and Corey that graduated with a 500 points and a thousand rebounds in her career, um, you know, while I was there in the 2012, 2013 season. So excited about that. And I'm, I'm so happy because I remember them talking about getting a gymnastics team way back in like 2016 2015 and mm. to see you do that and to not only do it like you just said if i'm going to do it i'm going to do it in the right way i'm going to put us in the right light and i'm going to take it to the right competition so here's the big big question with morgan and uh jordan and i and, and, and namaya do you guys have olympic dreams and if so what do you need to do to talk to the queen on the castle which is coach to help <laughs> you get those dreams um i don't think any of us want to go to the olympics come on now <laughs> you gotta, you gotta go, you gotta, we gotta get you to I, the, we okay, get that okay. big gold medal i haven't i haven't like had that dream went to the olympics since i was like yeah i was gonna I, say like I've always thought about going to the Olympics when I was younger. Um, it's just as you get older, gymnastics does become a little bit harder. So, mm -hmm. but I, I feel like I'm the type of person that maybe not Olympics, maybe like national team. If I stay healthy, I got okay. knocked wood. Sorry, I'm very. There you go. <laughs> but, um, I'm not sure about Olympics just because I know my health and my body, and I do have, have other aspirations outside of gymnastics that I want to work on. Um, so I don't know about, you know, big time. I think all oh, Jordan Childs and all of them got that. But <laughs> national team doesn't sound too bad, you know. Still, still, right. I still want to be a part of gymnastics after college. A lot what about, about you, Morgan? Morgan. What about you, Morgan? You coming from a five-star, Morgan, and possibly SEC. You you was, you was coaches 
energy, right? Because, Coach, I know back in the day you was going down, say, I want to destroy Arkansas. Yeah, Arkansas wasn't in existence back then. It was, it was Alabama. Exactly. That, that, <laughs> somebody oh, told wow. me that, Coach, and I was going to ask you about that. They were like, it really wasn't in existence back then. So, you know, and I want to bring that question up. But real quick, Morgan, with you now having that opportunity and that five-star athlete, because trust me, you are rocking Nashville. Nashville, we love you here in Nashville. We Thank support you. you big time, and you got a big following. I got people that when 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 coach when they said Fish is going to go perform here, go perform there. You guys sold tickets. You guys sold out a lot of tickets this year. So Morgan, do you think that you got what it takes to get to probably a national team or slash maybe an invite to try out for the Olympic team? Um, so I made it to nationals last year and, um, I did pretty good there. So I don't know. Does that mean I'm on the national team or like not for the all American? Like, He's an all American. Yeah. All American. But, okay. Um, oh for gymnastics, Olympics is a totally different route and it's kind of just like how you grow up in the sport. So now that okay. we are in college gymnastics, like, most of the time, if you don't try to go to the Olympics before college, then you normally just kind of don't go that route. So, unfortunately, no, I will not be um, trying for the Olympics, but um, I will forever love the sport of gymnastics and love doing college gymnastics. If I could do gymnastics is, for the rest of my life, I would. That is all. Yes. That, that is, you know, that is. That's nice for people, man. I, I, I know. I didn't, know. Right. I didn't. I didn't know that at all. All right. Well, I asked the audience to go ahead and ask a question. I'm gonna throw this question to Coach Tolliver as we're wrapping up. I see that the CEO coach had a question for you in okay. the chat. I'm trying to bring it up right now. Uh, I don't know what is wrong with my tech. Here we go. Coach Tolliver, what's a good way to expand and promote gymnastics to inner city girls? You know, it's um, interesting you say that because uh, we are currently uh, working on building a gym on campus. Oh. And uh, one of the things that I have said about that is that I want to bring gymnastics to the inner city mm. and especially to those communities that normally wouldn't be a part of it because it is pretty expensive. Mm. And so I have a really good friend. Uh, her name is Wendy Hilliard and she has what's called the Wendy Hilliard Foundation and it's in New York City and Detroit and almost every kid that walks through her door is either free or reduced to, um, tuition based upon income and oh, she wow. brings gymnastics to those kids who normally wouldn't be exposed to it so that is like one of my goals when we build a gym is to be able to have whether it's a foundation or to have sponsorship or something that will allow us to bring gymnastics to inner city youth, whether it's doing clinics or um, having them be a part of classes or offering um, different, because most of these girls here, they uh, also coach as well. Um, two okay. of them are camp coaching. So they enjoy working with younger kids and it's a way of us giving back to the community as well as exposing. Um, that is probably the easiest uh, way I can see for us to do it. It's it's kind of hard for us right now because we basically rent space. So uh, there's only so much we can kind of do. Um, we're kind of limited on what we're capable of doing. And because we have to rent space, it, you know, it 
it kind of takes along those lines. So we're just kind of, um, I think that's the best way to go about it. It's something that, that has kind of stuck with me. And I'm, when we get our gym built, I'm going to bring my friend and be like, okay, how do I do this? <laughs> I mean, that, and Val, what, what coach is talking about is phenomenal. You're talking about a gymnastics team with these three young women. And we're talking about a small black HBCU with very minimal space for them to practice and do the things that they did. So trust me, my hat goes off. And Morgan Jordan and Namaya, I need a picture because I will be over there catching you guys this year. And coach, I'm gonna need my gymnastics shirt so I can get an up, I can update this. You know, get on. And- I got him. I got him in my office. Not a problem. And then um, this year we're gonna be. We have four meets in the Nashville area this year. Okay. Um, last year was two. This year's four. <laughs> Um, our first home meet is going to be a historic meet, actually. So we're going to make history again. Because okay. Every single black female head coach in the country is going to be on the floor at the same time for the first time wow. ever. So awesome. it's kind of a, I mean, I'm not allowed to use woman king because that's obviously trademark, but it's kind of that vibe of, you know, all the black female head coaches. So it's going to be six teams. Um, it's going to be January 15th. So MK day. Okay. So, um, we're excited about it. I'm, you know, looking for promotions. I'm going to be looking for sponsorship, things of that nature, because we really want to make it up um, into something massive because it is historical. Sure. We want to, we want to, you know, pack the place that we have it. We want to um, sell. You know, it'd be great if we could get ten thousand people to come to an, a meet in Nashville. There's something along these lines that would be so amazing. But the teams are not like. They're like Iowa State and Rutgers and Brown and uh, William and Mary, Talladega and us. So we're talking Big Ten, Big 12. So we're we're talking big time schools that are are coming into Nashville to do this. And so, um, yeah, anyone in the audience that's looking to to be some kind of a sponsor for the the competition. There you you go. Hey, Coach, Coach put it out. Now, where is that going? Is that going to be on campus, Coach, or that's going to be at Municipal Auditorium? Um, it is not on campus. We cannot compete on campus because right. our gym is not long enough. Sure. Oh, wow. Okay. For vaulting. Um, okay. I can't really say where it's going to be yet because I, we haven't signed the contract. Okay. So, um, as soon as we are able to, as soon as we have that nailed down, um, then we'll, we'll announce that. And again, we'll, we'll start promoting it and soon and really, getting it out there and then working on, you know, we're also working on trying to get it on televised and things of that nature. So. Well, I, well you and I are going to take a couple of things behind the scenes because I'll, I'll be a big voice. I'm here. Mm-hmm. I love all three of the girls. And of course I saw the new recruits and I got some things for you. I'll be a big community voice for you here in Nashville to help you do some things and definitely big support uh, and all that. I, I'm just proud of, the three of you guys, I'm proud of your entire team. I'm proud of the effort coach that you've come through these doors and and and, and be able to put it. And by the way, Val and the coach is very nice. And, and Morgan, these guys didn't mention it, but the office has a brand new president as well that just mm-hmm. got elected to the campus. So I'm sure she's very happy to see the changes in athletics that are going on. And so coach just continue to 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 allow these young women to to dream big and continue to do the things that we can that you can do and 
whatever we Val and myself and, and, and this platform can help you do, we're going to continue to do that for you as well. Ladies thank you, thank and gentlemen, and we're actually getting a new, we're getting a new AD uh, athletic director as well. Oh, uh, oh so so you're yeah. gonna not so because I go that's the only question that Val and I didn't ask you now because you you look like the Jefferson you wearing one hat on the left and one hat on the right. <laughs> and, and I know it you were. It was uh, absolutely crazy, and it was just it very very difficult. Um, neither side got what they deserved as far as my time and effort. Sure. I had to. You know, there were times when I missed a lot of practice because I had to do meetings or be a part of deal with things with on the AD side or when we were in season and I was traveling and all that, I wasn't around for the coaches when they needed stuff. So um, I, you know, we kind of looked at that and said it, it'd be best if we separate the two positions so that, um, you know, we're also looking to try to move to NCAA. So we need someone to spearhead that. And I can't spearhead that and spearhead the team. So right, I, think right. that you, I think that you're great. Well, Morgan, Jordan, and Namaya, let me tell you something. I'm going to give you guys a high five. Give me that high five right there. I appreciate oh, right you. Right here, right here. All of us high fiving. Yeah, and yeah. Represent and representation matters. So I want to yeah. say continue to represent um, us wonderful. Black girl magic is all up and through interludes yeah. and so coach coach corinne tolliver thank you so very much for joining us jordan morgan and naima thank you so much for being here guys thank you thank you for thank inviting you for us. us hopefully we'll see you up there we'll, we're we're going to be up in that area that, that midwest this year so well, you know, I can tell you, Coach Tarver, you know, I'm from Chicago, too. I'm just in the Nashville, so don't, don't get it twisted now, you know. Here we go. <laughs> well, we're, um, we go. I'm, I'm still working on getting, at, you know, a competition at University of Illinois, maybe in 25. Champagne, Urbana. I like yeah. that. We haven't been able to do it for 24, but maybe for 25. We'll, well, well I, now I'm going to keep my eyes and ears to the ground with these young women here in Nashville. I keep you posing and Coach. And, and, and the three of you guys, as we have a second successful year, we want you back on the show again to kind of show us where we're at. And this time, I want y'all to be heading to the national team. Understand me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's, he's very excited about it. that. He's very excited. All right, ladies. I might practice anytime. Excellent. Yeah, thank, you. Woo thank you, guys. All right, bye. Good night. Oh, my goodness. So good. So good. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank See you. you. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man, that's, that's, that's excellent, Val. I, uh, again, hey, sir, give me a curveball. Home run, Val. Home run, All Val. Right. People are saying in the audience, your, your boy, great show from Christopher Robinson and also from our former guest and audience member, uh, Eric Harrison. He says, hey. hey. I ain't talking to in a minute. What's up, E? I know he said dope conversation, so that's exciting. And then, of course, Mark Lee said, glad to see great athletes from HBCUs. To see the entire interview with Coach Corinne Talver and the gymnastics team from Fisk University, please visit our Interludes YouTube channel. Please like, share, and subscribe to the Interludes YouTube channel today. Interludes is now on the audio app Clubhouse. Come on and unleash the power of podcasting with me, your host, Val The Voice Johnson. We have invaluable podcasting tips and tricks that will help elevate your podcasting game. 
Join the vibrant Interludes Club community on Clubhouse today and connect with fellow podcasters and creatives who are shaping the future of audio content. Ready to take the next steps? Download the Clubhouse app and look for the Interludes House and become a part of the Interludes podcasting community. Your podcast journey deserves nothing less than the best and Interludes on Clubhouse is here to make it happen. Interludes, original concept by Valerie Johnson, produced by Valerie Johnson, original intro and outro music produced by Kendall Nesbitt. Interludes, a Peer Lighthouse production. This episode is brought to you by Need help with wills, trusts, or protecting your LLC? Join Legal Shield today. For more information regarding legal protection or to join our worldwide sales team, text the word LEGAL to 347-652-0243. Become a future sponsor or advertiser on our podcasting platform by visiting our website today. To subscribe to our YouTube channel or join Interlude's Facebook group, visit the website linktree slash peerlightmedia. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash peerlightmedia. Light Media.